This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Okay, good evening everybody and welcome to this media conference to preview tomorrow's UEFA Nations League fixture uh, against Italy and Milan. First I'd just like to offer our apologies for the late start a few logistical issues and uh, air travel issues. Um, before we get underway, just housekeeping, we've got Diego here, the translator, who uh, will look to translate question and answer together. So if we can just pause um, after each answer to allow that to happen. And without further ado, we'll start with Rob Dorset. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Harry. Good to see you. Uh, Gareth, can I start by asking you about the team news? Can you update us, please? Everybody trained this morning, but uh, I know Henderson, Rice and Bellingham missed the training session that you're on. Are they, are they all good to go? How's, how's Jordan Henderson? Uh, oh dear. No, um, Jordan is, um, he won't be involved tomorrow. The plan was always with him that he would train with us for the first part of the camp and then he should be available for the second game. So, But he's, pro- he's progressing well and trained well today. Um, and everybody else trained and uh, is available, yeah. Um, why are these two games so important for you? It strikes me that on a number of fronts they're really important. Well, great tests for us. Great, great games to be involved with, first of all. We play two of the strongest football nations uh, historically in two of the most iconic stadiums you can play in. So, great test for us. Um, we're, we're wanting to, of course, improve our performances from the summer. Um, and to leave the camp feeling good about ourselves going into the World Cup, and yeah, to come here and uh, and play Italy and Milan is a is a great opportunity to do that. Um, 
Um, Gareth, the FA has taken a stance this week and with its statement on on Qatar and, and human rights, um, and it's called on FIFA to compensate migrant workers. Um, and there's the One Love campaign, which we'll ask Harry about in a moment, uh, with the, the rainbow armband. Is there a difficulty here between idealism and realism a little bit, and how much you can actually affect yourselves, or how, any, how much any national team can affect on an issue like this? Uh, I, think it, I think that is the case. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research. I've spoken with a lot of people from human rights lawyers to the migrant workers um, group that uh, met out in Qatar. Um, the FA have done a lot of due diligence with the NGOs. Like, um, um, so there were certain requests that were made in terms of areas we might raise, talk about support. And I think what the FA have tried to do yesterday is um, is to um, put those on the table. Um, then, separate to that, is the um, the armband that's an agreement between several European nations where we felt there was a collective stance that, again, would lead to people having these discussions and talking about these issues. And, um, yeah, the, the people I've spoken to have sort of explained to me, um, human rights lawyers in particular, that, there's not a lot more the players in particular can do than talk about those issues and, and put them on the table because in the end we're not, you know, we're, we're asking for change in a country that we're respectful of, um, that has made a lot of progress, um, but also we don't have any control over. Harry, if I could turn to you. Look, I appreciate this is not an easy question, and I know it's been a very difficult subject for you to discuss, but um, you've spoken to other European captains. You've, you've come up with the One Love campaign and the armband. You've been the leader of this England group that's fought discrimination every time you've come across it. You know, you came very close to walking off the pitch when you faced racism in the past. Did you want to go further? Did you want to have more than just a show of a symbol on your arm? And was it difficult to do that? And were you frustrated by it? 
give us an idea of how the discussions went with some of the other captains. Yeah, look, I think, um, yeah, look, I had a, a discussion with, um, with Christian, uh, obviously, uh, he's not the captain of Denmark, but me and Christian have spoke, and then obviously Hugo at Spurs, and uh, it was about coming together, and I think being together sends a bigger message rather than just people doing individual stuff. Um, I think like you touched on a bit there, there's only, I think, so much the players can actually do. I think by uh, wearing the armband um, on the biggest stage in the world, and one of the most televised events in, in the world, um, will have an impact. Um, but yeah, look, we can only do what we can, and I think uh, we've definitely um, taken a step forward to, uh, to help some of the issues um, out there in Qatar. And Harry, last one for me about football. That's a difficult topic as well for you a little bit at the moment, I wonder, because it feels like this has been a rare blip for England, four games without a win and that defeat against Hungary last time out. Do you sense that this game against Italy is an opportunity to put that right, but do you sense you really need a performance and a result as well? Yeah, I think there's definitely a determination amongst myself, the players, um, everyone involved in the manager, the staff, to, to bounce back and... Um, We've, we've had a su uh, successful four or five years or so and there's, um, there's going to be times when you come up against a bit of a, a bad spell and uh, we know that we don't perform well enough uh, in, in the summer um, but there's always another opportunity. There's another game tomorrow night against a very, uh, a very good side and ultimately we're preparing for uh, a World Cup in uh, a couple months' time. So... Um, all we can do is look forward and I think we've had a great great week of preparation uh, the boys look really hungry in training um, firstly to obviously bounce back and try and get a win tomorrow and, and also players who are trying to uh, put their name forward to get into that World, uh, World Cup squad so um, yeah we're, we're, we're expecting a tough game but we also um, yeah, feel like we're really determined to, to try and get back uh, to winning ways
Um, Gareth, uh, just picking up on what Harry said, then, how concerned are you at the moment um, with England's form right now, especially with just the two games to go? Yeah, I'm not really sure it's about form because um, when you're in an international environment, there's so many um, weeks, months between games that you're starting from scratch every time, really. And um, there were so many circumstances in the summer with, firstly, um, high-quality games, high-quality opponents, um, but also the need to look after some of our big players. I think every nation did that, you know, talking to the managers of uh, Denmark and Belgium and France uh, over the summer. They all found that challenging because they're all thinking about the World Cup as well. So also players that we wanted to see more of because there's no friendlies after this, which you'd normally have for a, a tournament. Um, two games behind closed doors. So any number of um, reasons, but also we reflected and um, dissected everything as a group of staff. Um, and, you know, when you've been through spells as a manager, which I have, that helps you because you've got real clarity on what needs to happen and um, how to come through those periods. And also, um, I, I think... If we were coming out of those matches wondering why things hadn't gone quite so well, then that would be more of a concern. But we knew exactly the reasons. And it's a challenge for us as a group of staff. Um, and then ultimately for us to, to put that challenge to the players to respond. And um, we know the level of performance needs to be incredibly high to achieve what we want to achieve in, uh, in the World Cup. Sorry, I'll try and keep my answers short. <laughs> That's quite a skill. I'll try and keep um, it shorter, sorry. <laughs> um, Harry, a defeat tomorrow would see England relegated, and that has a knock-on effect for, for Euros qualifying. So, so Gareth said, you know, you know what needs to change. So what is it? What needs to change apart from, obviously, winning? Is it an attitude, application? What is it, do you think? 
Yeah, look, we're, we're playing against some of the, the best teams in, in Europe, so it's never an easy game. You can never take your, your foot off the gas, and um, yeah, tomorrow will be no different. So um, I guess we can talk as much as we want now amongst ourselves here in the, in the press conference, but the bottom line is going out there and performing on, uh, on a, a big stage, a difficult game away from home where we haven't won in, in a long, long time. So, um, like I touched on earlier, I think these games are great preparation uh, for the World Cup. Um, and yeah, we need to use it to, yeah, to try and show that we can play against some top nations in the way that we want to and um, be ruthless in, in both ends of the box in terms of keeping clean sheets and also scoring goals. And uh, it'd be a great test tomorrow to try and do that. Gareth, there have been questions over the form of Harry Maguire. He's obviously been a constant for you. Have you felt the need this week to put your arm around him, to tell him why he's important to you? Um, what have you said to him? No, I, I try to speak with all of the players individually. Um, that's been a bit more difficult this week because we've only had two days and we've got 28 players. So I'm, I'm getting through that. Um, but I haven't felt the need to focus any more on Harry than any of the other players. And to both of you, obviously you've talked about the armband and you've pledged to wear it, but what would your message be to those <clears throat> who say it's not enough? And how do you ensure that it isn't just a meaningless gesture? I think that um, we've done a lot of research. The FA have held countless meetings with the NGOs, with um, the migrant workers in Qatar, so they've gathered all of the information and all of the requests of the areas that people wanted affected. And what was clear that, um, that there is a limit to what can be achieved, um, but talking about the issues and raising the issues and putting them on the table is the vehicle that as people involved in sport we've used in the past and um, is what we're trying to do this time. So... Um, yeah, look, there, there will always be um, there will always be criticism, whatever you do, and um, we have to uh, we understand and we have to accept that. But we're we're trying to affect the areas we've been asked to affect, and I, I don't think there's a lot more that at this moment in time, unless other ideas come forward and, and other requests that we think are suitable, uh, 
are on the table, then it's it's difficult to do more than we've been asked. Yeah, not much to add, to be honest. I think, um, like I touched on earlier, there's only, I think, so much as players we can do. And I think um, with the FA and, and with the other nations, we're doing uh, what we can. Like the gaffer said there, I don't think you're going to please everyone, no matter what, what we've done. But um, we are trying, and we are trying to make uh, a difference in, in any way that we can. Okay, we'll take two more. Yeah. Thank you, Palmeiris Sport Italia. To Gareth, how much Italy should fear your rage and sense of revenge for the final loss, but also for because the last game was the 4 nil against Hungary? Yeah, look, we, the, the final is history. We've already played since then, so um, we know we've, we're playing against a team um, that have some outstanding players and um, will be a very difficult opposition for us. Um, we want to respond to um, the way we played in the summer and we want to improve every day we work on the training ground to give ourselves the best chance of being successful at the World Cup. Also wanted to ask you: There are only 11 out of the 20, well, 23, 25 squad that was at the Euro because of all the injuries in Italy. Uh, did you actually knew all the players? Because there's someone coming from second division, for example. Were you surprised to see the call-up? Because it could be one of the weakest, maybe, Italy squad that we ever lined up. No, not sure about that, but. Um well, we, we're watching all of the Serie A games because, you know, I was here two weeks ago for the derby, uh, the Milan derby, and then up to Udinese. So 
we know the players because we're watching Serie A all the time. I don't know the players in uh, the second division so well. Um, but of course, in the summer, I know Roberto looked at a lot of players through the different camps and tried a lot of different things. And he's obviously building now towards the European Championship in two years' time as well. So I can understand the, the, the plan and the process. wanted to ask to Harry, a few days ago, the process for seeding at the Euro 2024 um, draw has been released. So not being the last one at the bottom of the group, it's maybe even more important than to qualify uh, to the finals of Nations League. Obviously, you will try until the end, but even more important. Has it actually been a factor you've been talking about, you and the other guys saying, okay, Maybe we won't make it the finals, but it is so much important to to to, to get at least at the third place. Yeah, you know, we haven't actually spoke about uh, the relegation side of it, but we have spoke about making sure that we try and win the next two games because, um, for many reasons, I think it can um, have a good good impact on us if if we do. So, um, yeah, the relegation itself is not something. Um, we have spoke about, but um, that doesn't take away from the fact that we're really determined to to win tomorrow, tomorrow night um, and try and take that into Monday's game against Germany. Final one from Chatbitbrook. Hi, Gareth. Um, you referred to a period of reflection and analysis after the games in June. What specifically did you learn in that? And on an emotional level, have you f did you feel hurt by the stick that you obviously got at Molyneux in the last game? Well, well the, the individual part is not important. Um, we analysed everything, you know, every department. Um, I think when you're winning, you know, we were on a run going into that summer of 22 matches without losing. And um, you maybe you don't analyse the victories quite as acutely as you analyse the defeats. And um, that's probably not the right approach 
uh, in actual fact. Um, but I felt I compromised certain decisions internally um, and um, you don't win if you compromise. So um, I, it was good for me to, to sharpen that focus again because what we're going into, um, we've got to be completely ruthless and um, I've got to create the environment for the players that allows them to excel um, and to provide them with the best platform to, uh, to be at the level they've been for the last five or six years. No, because they're you know, internal things that we're working on as a team, so um, there's no need for that to be public. Okay, thank you everybody and apologies again for the delayed start. Thank you. Thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. As we get older, we start to notice our parents could use a little help. Help with grocery shopping, getting to appointments, and just keeping up with things around the house. For the times when we can't be there, Care.com makes it easy to find senior caregivers who live nearby and know just how to help. And since all caregivers at Care.com are background checked, you can be confident that your mom or dad is getting support from someone you can trust. Find senior caregivers for your parents at Care.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 